never know when you're going to need it. Those little clips, those little sweet little succulent morsels of you. I'm going to say nothing from now on because I will not let you dictate my life in this way and try to ruin me and my music and my flourishing music career. You said that sounded like Whitney. Whitney Houston. Yeah. Yes. If May God rest her soul. Maybe Whitney Houston off of a crack rock, like fresh off a of crack rock. I, first of all, I think Whitney on crack was her at her best. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. No. I, like in the middle. You know what I mean? Like in the middle of the crack rock usage. Like beginning okay. to middle, and then it's the swift decline. 10-4. Welcome to the Tight End with Miguel. It is a podcast at the intersection of sports and pop culture. My name is Andrew. With me, as always, is my esteemed co-host, the most beautiful man in the world, Miguel. Miguel! Miguel! How are you today? Um, I'm doing good. Good to hear. Today was the last day of work. And I'm ready to fucking party. And by party, I mean throw on some cute PJs. And do nothing? Throw on, throw myself mm-hmm. onto my couch. Mm-hmm. Turn on Emily in Paris. Oh, you're just, just going to hop right into it, huh? And just ride a fucking wave. No, we'll get to it a little later. No, we can get to it off the top. I have no, I have no sports news. Nothing happened. Everything was boring this week. Oh, well, it is Christmas. It's yeah. Christ's week. Christ's? Cry? Christ? Christ's. Christ's week. I don't know what part of that you're second guessing when you're repeating it. I don't know. It sounds strange. Christ's week. It sounds like multiple S's, but is that just me being gay? Yes. I don't. Am I, am I okay to say? Ooh. Am I okay to qualify that? Oh, let's go ahead and duplicate. Why don't we fucking duplicate that one? Why are you taking off your jacket, it's Andrew? It's warm in here. I'm sorry. No. It's a it's a house in winter, Andrew. It's. I sit. I'm sitting on top of the vent for hmm. the heat. I'm sorry that you run a million degrees, okay? We're white people. We're cold. Is this a, is this a race thing? Now I've made it that, yes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that I have beautiful sorry you have golden me- skin. Sorry you have melanin and then parts of you that have none. <laughs> How dare you bring up my vitiligo. Vitiglio. You vitiligoist. I'm a vitigliest. Yeah, you are. Ist. I'm a vitigliest. Oh, Jesus. Um, I don't have a lot to talk about this week. I want to talk about a unique experience that uh, a lot of people go through, but I've never gone through, that I went through this week. Please. Um, as this stated, is me opening that door for you. Thank you. As, st- as stated on the show last week, um, I was in uh, debilitating tooth pain for about 13 days straight. Hot. Um, I'm talking the kind of pain that makes you want to litter, like contemplate suicide. Oh. Like... Such radiating strong pain, and there's nothing you can do to help it that you feel helpless. I just burped into that mic. That's okay. I'll edit it out, baby. Perfect. You know what? Leave it in. Okay, you got it. Whatever you want, Papa. Gas? It's natural. It's natural. What we're Shit. experiencing right now, this heat, natural gas. It's not no, it's it's not natural gas. It's pellet stove. Okay. Perfect. It's natural gas is a different thing. Okay. Is natural gas not a thing? Natural gas is, yeah, it's a thing. You can heat your home with natural gas. We don't, we don't have natural gas. Oh, okay. You know what? Why Thank you. Get, why don't we get back to this? <laughs> uh, anyway, I, w- I went to see the dentist. Um, I was in desperate need of a root canal. I had to go to a specialist because my teeth are deformed at the root. Instead of being uh, straight, they are shaped in an S curve, so they literally like hook into my jaw at the top. Uh, not, oh, you're so cool. No, it actually sucks really bad. <laughs> um, it sucks really bad. My options were limited. I wanted to just have the dentist pull it out then and there because I wanted that immediate relief. Like, fuck it. I don't care about the aftercare. I just want to not be in pain. Wasn't an option. I would need like severe dental surgery for that to happen. Jesus. So, um, which I already need anyway because I have, um, I'm like, a sh- I just have too many teeth. I'm like a shark. Okay. Um, I have a flex. But okay. I, it's not a flex. It's just my, <laughs> the top of my jaw is deformed is what I'm getting at. Like on, on the left side of my face, I have a tooth that's up near my orbital bone, like an extra, extra tooth. Like I have a wisdom tooth because I've ne- last year was the first year I ever went to a dentist. We were never uh, go to the doctor type of family. And um, not only do I have all of my wisdom teeth, but I have an extra tooth that's by my orbital bone. So I need to get that taken out as well. You're Dakota Fanning. Am I? Dakota Fanning had this problem. She had to have braces that started pulling that teeth, that tooth down. Oh, really? So then they had to, I think they yanked it. She talked about it on Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy, nope. Might have been on Conan because she was very young. Um, and I think they yanked it out and then she had to have braces to, to tight, to tight. Because I think it like, it like gave her, like it, it split her teeth. Mm-hmm. I think. I might be lying. 
I don't know. Looking this, at this looking might at, not be looking at my mouth through a like the results of a CT scan looks like something out of like a horror movie. It's very bizarre. Oh yikes! Um, and I never knew that I was I was um, different in any way. I just thought this was the normal way to have a mouth. Turns out it's not. You're two chains, but I got me a few on. Yes, you're also Megan Fox and Jennifer's body when she unhinges her jaw. Yes, one hundred percent hot. Um, so I have to go to a specialist, right? Not a big deal. It's root canal. Sure. People get them done. It's a very common procedure. Routine root canal. Yes. A routine root canal. Um, I go, it takes about three and a half hours. I am in, um, when I get in, I warn the doctor on my, I've told you about this before on my dentist chart, it says in all caps, extremely anxious patient, mm-hmm. which I find to be very funny. It's true, so nice. but it's my dentist is very caring and very, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like sympathetic to my anxiety. Yeah. And he works with me. He's very vocal about what he's doing and what he's going to, how long it's going to take. I didn't get a lot of that. It was a lot of mystery. And um, I was anticipating an hour long procedure. It took about three and a half hours. But that was a, th- a three and a half hour panic attack that I was in while they were doing it. I totally disassociated because I was having so much anxiety. Sure. Um, I felt no pain. It was. Are you a sweater when you get anxious? My palms really, really, really bad. So I had to warn the doctor because he's working above me, looking down at my mouth through a microscope. And if you move, it fucks up his point of view while he's drilling away at your teeth, right? So I warned him before the procedure. I was like, "Hey, um, I have an anxiety coping mechanism. It's I have uh, I I will do a breathing technique that shouldn't disrupt you, but I also pat my thigh a lot. It's a it's a coping technique, and I also rub because my palms get really sweaty." If you have an issue with any of that, please let me know and I will do my best to contain it. It's just, it's something, it's a natural response. I don't really have a lot of control over it. Yeah. That's all cool. We're good. I'm freaking out the whole time in my head. Everything, everything's fine. I'm feeling no pain. Everything's golden. Except for like two and a half hours in. We're almost done. So they drilled up through my- Well, it's three and a half hours. So it, you're an hour away from being done. Yeah. We're, we're getting close to the being able to fill it part. Like they've, they've removed the decay of the tooth. Um, let me say one thing really quick before I get to the, the funny part of the story. The smell of burning tooth is one of the most uniquely disgusting smells I've ever smelled. I don't think I'll ever forget it. Yeah. It's like ingrained in my olfactory bulbs. It was repulsive. Yes. It was so gross. Was it something like when people have like bad breath? No, 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 no. This was... um. How how would I describe it? You know when you like floss and there's like a scent to the yeah you like get it too cl- like you pull it you pull out the like pick whatever and like the no this is a this is different it's it's not like the smell of the decay or 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 if you have if you've ever gotten um, uh, tonsil stones which I've gotten before which are uh, incredibly disgustingly smelly uh, they're really gross because it's collected food that's collected in your tonsils for like weeks and it, yeah they're it's it's really gross yeah this was a smell like I imagine. Um, God, I don't want to, I don't want to put it like that. No, 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 no. Um, like the smell of burning bone because he's grinding off your teeth, which is made of bone and it just smells like burning bone. It was a very uniquely disgusting smell. Right. But we're like two and a half hours in and I'm like, I think we're getting close in my head. I can see a finish line because I hate, there's something about, um, unknown wait times that really affects my anxiety. I don't know what that is. Um, I probably should explore that in therapy. I probably will soon. Um, are you going to a therapist? I'm looking at some. I'm looking at a couple of people. Okay. Oh. Okay, Papa. New Year, new me is about to come up. We'll, we'll see. I hate New Year's resolutions, but there's some things that I could work on that would make my life better. Life goals. That's all you have to call them. They don't have to be New Year's. Resolutions. I uh, reset my intention stones. You were actually here the last time I did it. Um, the last full moon. So uh, we got we got some things coming. There might be some stuff to help you in, in a gift. Hey, thanks, baby. Oh. I got you something. I hope you really like. I re. I got you something on a whim. If it's not a man from Emily in Paris, it's going to be incredibly disappointing. It's not, so I'm glad you're already disappointed. Damn it. So we're like two and a half hours in. I'm laying back. So let me let me set the scene for you, listener. Okay. I am in a white room. Imagine like a dystopian horror film where you're in a, in a doctor's office, right? You're looking up. There's bright lights everywhere. I've got two people hovering over my face at all times. Hostile. Um, yeah, it's kind of like that with the bright, uh, pure white fluorescent lights. And uh, it's it's just freaky. It's free. Like at least my de- when I go to my dentist, he plays like Home and Garden on a TV above my head, and I, I find it. That. I find that very nice. Um, and he'll stop, and sometimes he'll look up and like, "You think that house is worth that much?" And we'll have a little a chat. This guy was in full on. I'm here to be an endodontist. I'm not telling you anything that's happening. I'm just going to do it. You're going to deal with it. That, 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 and that's fine. He's a yeah. specialist. That's what he does all day, every day. 
So I'm laying there. I have a dental dam in my mouth. My mouth is uh, has a wedge in it, so it's permanently open. So my my jaw was forced as wide as it could go for three and a half hours, which hurt more than the root canal itself. Yeah. Like the next day, felt no pain from the root canal. My jaw was just so sore. I felt dreadful. And I had to go get the cap the next day. So it, that was fun. So I'm laying there. Uh, they're at the point where they've drilled out all of the shit. Uh, so my nerve is now gone. My tooth is dead. They're, gonna, they're getting ready to fill it. But to prevent infection, what they do is they flush it with a highly caustic disinfectant, right? And the way you hold... The, I've, I'm listening to explain... Uh, he's explaining how he holds it um, after what happens. And you hold it right up on the tooth and then it flows down the dental dam. So none of it gets in my mouth, right? He has to get up to see a patient for an emergency who just walked in. This, this guy had fucking, he had got punched in the face and lost like three teeth and they were trying to figure it out real quick. It was hectic. Then the, the I'm going to guess Russian nurse um, is not holding it the way that he instructs. So it flows, instead of going down the dental dam and out, I'm, I'm laying on my back and now my mouth and the back of my throat is filling with a very caustic antiseptic. So I'm being waterboarded by this highly... Uh, chemically, I don't want to call it chemically react. It's very caustic. It burns. And I do a little, uh, and she goes, what? And I go, uh, and by that time I probably have a half a cup of disinfectant burning. Uh, it's in my nose now. So it's burning my sinus cavity. <gasps> oh, and I do the thing that I never want to do, but I instinctively sat straight up and I spit it fucking everywhere. I had no other choice. And then my mouth was just chemical. The back of my mouth was just chemical burned for like two days. It was very great. It was very fun. Jesus. So the doctor comes back in and she reports back to him what happened. And he goes, oh, a little bit of a bad taste in the mouth. And I was like, no, my mouth has a chemical burn now. And he goes, oh, yeah, we'll rinse it with a little water. Didn't help. Right. Yeah, I was waterboarded. This woman waterboarded me with so it just started and it, it started off like, yeah, is this supposed because I don't know. They didn't explain. Like, is it am I supposed to be experiencing this? Um, yeah. Am I? That's one of those things that a doctor should explain because. Like when I'm doing a like a a procedure, a treatment uh, on a client. Mm -hmm. Let's say I'm doing like a lash lift and tint, right? For mm -hmm. example, it has the ability to maybe get into their eye if it's done incorrectly, yeah, yeah. or if their eyes start watering for whatever reason. All these things can happen, right? So you warn the client. And usually when you warn the client of something and I, I'm usually like, hey, OK, I'm going to apply the lifting solution. It's going to smell really bad. It's like a perm solution. There's no reason. Ooh, yuck. Yeah. Okay. There's no reason for it to be getting into your eye. But if your eyes, for whatever reason, water, some of it might get in and it might burn. If that does happen, let me know. And we can just flush your eyes Re like super easy. You do it calm. You just explain to people what you're doing. Because you need them to tell you because you don't have their eyes. So you don't know yeah. if something's happening. And if no one is looking into your mouth to make sure that that's not happening, then they need to tell you so that you can tell them yeah. or give you like, give them a signal. So I had no idea what they were doing. None of it was explained to me. I just knew that they were flushing something up into the tube. I didn't know if it was just water, if it was disinfectant or what. So when it first started happening, I was swallowing because I'm like, this is I, I, I'm under the impression it's water. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. That was the other other than that though. This was a completely painless procedure. I woke up the next day. I felt great. Um, right. I have a, a temporary crown now. I'll go get a permanent one on from my uh, normal dentist. Great guy. Uh, if you live in Caldwell, you need a dentist recommendation. I got one for you because he's okay. he's really good. He's a very sweet man. Um, yeah, that was my uh, that was my root canal experience. I literally sat up and she was right over me. So we all, I almost like headbutted her, and I just fucking spit everywhere. And it was, I just, and I was like, I was having like a, like a panic attack because I felt like I was drowning in, in chemical. Yeah. It was, it was not pleasant. Oh, that sounds awful. It wasn't great. It was, uh, it that was. That part sounds awful. Other than that, it was fine. I, I had to be anesthetized. I think we've been debating on this. What do you think the uh, past tense, me, Jess and Erica have been debating on this. Erica should know in my opinion, but she didn't come out with a, with a, with an opinion. Um, what is the past tense of, um having anesthetic applied to you. I think it's anesthetized. Anesthesialized? That's about what Jess said. It was something close to that. Okay. That seems like it's too long. Did you Google it? I have not yet. Perfect. We'll Google it and we'll let people know. Okay, 10-4. Um, yeah, I was anesthetized. I had to be re-anesthetized is how I'm going to say it uh, three times, which yeah. was, he was good. The, 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 the most discomfort I felt was they give you a, a shot in the roof of the mouth. Which makes it swell up, and that felt uncomfortable for me, especially laying backwards. But it probably made your skin nice and plump. On the Ooh. roof of my mouth? Oh, okay. I thought, like, 
in here. Oh yeah, they give I, you they give you one there too in the gum, but they yeah. also do the roof of the mouth. Oh lord! So the roof of my mouth is like down almost near oh. my tongue, and I'm laying on my back, so it constantly feels like I can't swallow. I've 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 never had to uh, other than um, getting that for my wisdom teeth being removed. I've never had to do that. Gotcha. Oh. Um, so this is now a, a dentist podcast or a dental podcast. Yes, perfect. Last week it was an underwear and food podcast. Yes. This week dental. Um, you know, I thought last week's episode was going to be really bad while we were recording it. I listened back and I really thought it was fun. Listen, while we were recording it, I knew it would be a fun time. I love it. Oh, ooh, it is anesthetized. I was correct. Let's go. Okay. Good for you. Validate I, me, Zaddy. You know what? Good for you. With your big vocabulary and your big brain and your big head. Yeah. Big head. Cause I have too many teeth. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a big face. It is a big face. But you don't actually have a big. Face. I have the high, I have high cheekbones. I think there's uh, there's something to that. I ever told you about that? that my great grandmother is like a mystery woman. No one really knows anything about her. No, she's the. Uh, um, this is gonna date my grandfather, who's my grandfather on my father's side, who served in World War II. A very uh, man of his time. I believe he was born in 1918, 1917. I have a very vivid memory of sitting in, at his beautiful house in St. Paul with my mom and my dad. And my mom goes, you know, it's very strange. My grandmother is uh, Irish, and my grandfather's English. The last name is Hollingsworth. Very English. Right. My mom just, con- like, at dinner just says, you know, is there anything in the family that could be, at like, any ethnicity other than the English and the Irish? Because uh, Gary, who is my father, gets very tan in the summer. And my grandfather, on a snap, goes, and I'm going to say an N-word here, not the one. That's trigger warning. He goes, there is no Negro or Indian blood in this family at all, oh. which makes me go, thou doth protest too much. So yes. um, when I was uh, tracing back my patriarchy, because I, I don't know a lot about that side of my family. My dad died when I was very young and I was, I was curious. Why did you do 23 and me? Um, I don't. It's privacy concerns. Yeah. Let's, I, let's sell that shit that straight to the FBI. Ask the Golden State Killer about how 23 and me is working out. Right. Yeah. Not that I'm a, not that I'm a rapist and a murderer, but still, I don't need my shit in a database. But you might have someone in your family that is. Well, if they haven't been caught yet, then they're doing a good job. Boom! <laughs> Congratulations to them. Um, so, looking at this is probably so boring for people, but uh, I did a lot. Of, I, I've I've traced my patriarchal lineage back to uh, 1048. Oh, using a census, mostly U.S. census data for the U.S. stuff, and then uh, my family came over here in 1681. From Hollingworth, England. It's just east of Manchester. Hollingworth. 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 Yeah, protector of the Hollies. Okay. They, they were a they were a lorded family. They had a they had a title. Okay. Uh, they. You're a lord. They no. I don't know. I don't have any. Uh, I do have direct lineage to that guy. The one guy who came over from that family, Valentine Hollingsworth Senior, in 1681 on a ship called the Antelope. Uh, if you ever decide to have a kid, Valentine is a beautiful. I name. actually really like that name. Yeah. Um. But Maybe I'll name one of my children. It's weird. There's a there's a there's a section of my very distant cousins who used to have a family newsletter. So all of that genealogy is really well documented. So it's very easy to find. Okay. The one person I was never able to find any information about because they were left off the census was my great grandmother. Crazy. Which is interesting. I've, huh. I haven't been able to find anything. Hmm. Seems like a cover up. Left off the census. What? I was just thinking, why would people be left off the census in? I think that early one is the 1926 census. I think I could be wrong about that. Somewhere around there. Very interesting. Okay. And then I heard uh, my mom always tells me that uh, my grandfather was raised by his grandmother. So he did. Maybe the mom wasn't there, but why family intrigue drama. If you know, if you know somebody who can uh, do better genealogical research than myself, that wants to help me find out some more stuff, reach out to me. I know plenty of I've, LDS people that would, yeah. love, that would love to find out. I've, I've poured through everything. I've went, I went really deep for, I was probably 19 or 20, and I went really deep for like three months. Like just, I didn't have a job. I, I had just been fired from Best Buy for ringing out a customer wrong. And so I needed something to fill my day besides smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee. So that's what I did in between making music wow. for like three months straight. I'll show you some cool shit. I got some cool like census photos and stuff. Okay. But, uh, Sorry for the boring G. Uh, boring. No, please. That's, but anyway, that's why my cheekbones are high. I think okay. there's some, there's something there, because yeah. I, as an Englishman, and Irish on my great on my grandparents' side, on my on my father's side, on my mother's side, it's just Swedish. And um, 
I, I get very tan in the summer, which is suspect. Yeah. I get very dark in the mm. summer. Me and Erica have a contest every year. She wins. That's not good. You're burning your skin. Yeah, but we look great. We're glowing. Self-tan. Stop giving yourself skin cancer. You are still white. You know, over the summer, I had a friend who was going to start like a self-tan uh, business where he was going to come and spray everybody as I'll a, as a trial. I will kill you right now. <laughs> I'll fucking murder you. And then you, there will be no genealogy ever. Oh, this ties in. Um, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> this ties into you murdering me. Um, I found a, a new YouTube rabbit hole that I really love this week. This is my media corner because okay. I don't have, really have a whole lot. I didn't watch any shows this week. Media corner. Um, there is a channel called Real History. Re, it's real, R-E-E-L, like movies. Huh? Yeah. It's clever. Uh, real History Documentaries, I think is the name of the channel. And they have this, <laughs> they have this um, show that's called uh, Home Restored. And it's about people who buy castles in Scotland. Okay. And fully restore them. And it's batshit fucking insane. These people have... First off, the idea of buying a castle is crazy. You think about it as a kid, like a pipe dream. Like, oh, it'd be fun to live in a castle. And then when you see the reality of what it takes to A, a maintain and B, modernize them, it's like, fuck all of that. Do you know how to dust stone? You don't. Dude, these people have to do more than... this. I watched this one lady. She was walking through a house. They were walking through with the film crew. They were like in the kitchen area. And they just walked to a little part of the... She was like, oh, here's a new room we've never discovered. That It was a, just a bunch of stairs to nowhere. Because the house had been originally made in 1488. And then not that 1488 for any of my astute... Um, I'm done. Listeners. Not that 1488. We, we're not that kind of podcast. What's 1488? Okay. That is a... Uh, that's Nazi shit. 14, oh, 14 representing the 14 words, which is a creed that white nationalists take. And 88 representing nope. the eighth letter of the language. H H Heil Hitler fourteen eighty eight. It's that's Nazi shit. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take those clips and we're gonna do something with those. You son of a gun. You know what? I will give you an hour with this software alone in here to try to do that. No. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. I don't think you'd be able to get it done. Oh, you don't think? I don't. You don't think I know how to fucking YouTube? You don't think I know how to YouTube? I don't think you'd be able to get it done. Huh? Not as good as I can, baby. Well, maybe if it was on a fucking Mac, I might be able to. This is way easier than anything you do on a Mac. All right. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I love watching um, these. The other part is they never say what these people could because it's because it's I think it's produced by the BBC. So they never like say what the people do or like where they got all this this God sums of money. And it's like, oh, it's just your family's. Rich. This is why this is what Jen and Juan love to watch House Hunters. And it's one of the funniest things, and it's so true when they say it, because it's like, it's like, uh, like, hi, I'm Gina, and I'm a school teacher, and our budget's seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I'm yeah. I'm Gina. I'm a school teacher. This is my husband Tom. He's been unemployed for three years, but previous to that, he used to manage a branch of McDonald's. <laughs> and our budget is two point five million dollars. Yeah. And it's like, what house will we take? <laughs> and it's so funny. And then these like simple, plain people getting caught up on the most lunatic details. Like it's lunacy. The little tiny things they're caught up on. <gasps> oh no, the stairs have a 45 degree turn. And I, I said, I swore. I 27. Ne- I said 27 degrees. I would never live in a house. A 45 degree turn. I would never live in that. This house is out. And it's like the most beautiful. Every other right. thing. They wanted a hot tub. They wanted six bedrooms. They wanted 14 bathrooms. They wanted three living rooms. It has everything. They wanted full, like, like all the downstairs to be fully glass. All of it they mm-hmm. have. But that 45 degree angle in the stairs. No, 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 no. No. So we're going to go with the project home. And it's like, you're insane. Watch House Hunters. That's a fun show. House Hunters International. That's fun. I'll tell you why I liked this one so much. Okay. They have a historian on. So, you know, it's right up my alley. Oh, they have a historian yeah. on who uh, goes and researches all the properties to give them historical context. That's it's where you get very that's interesting. Where you... It's a very small, Skirt! very small part of the show, but it's a very intriguing part of the show. They also have a, uh, like a, um, a you mid- and my, you and the mystery man that I hooked up with. Ooh, I don't think I've talked about that. <laughs> I referenced it. Um, since, it since you brought it up, we're gonna, Why do I bring since this you brought shit it up, um, it. Um, you were asked what's he like, and you said, "Oh, I don't know. He's like boring. He likes history." And everyone looked right at me. It was very funny because you love history, and I find it so 
It's boring. I'm so sorry. I haven't said his name. So this person doesn't know. And they don't actually, they don't know about my life. You, you haven't said his name. Why would you, why, why would you say <laughs> his name? You stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> you fuck. Oh. What is his name? We're not going to share this oh, no. name. Is it just we're not going to dox him or is there another reason? There's multiple okay, reasons. Okay, just checking. And baby. we're not going to go I'm there. Just checking, baby doll. I love you. This... <laughs> you brought it up this time. I, I didn't even do I, it. I, I made a joke all, about it last week. And I, a vague I joke. just so earnestly said it. Not not fully thinking about that it. You're talking and, into a microphone? Yeah. yeah. And oh my God. <laughs> this is why people get in trouble oh, in yeah. interviews. Uh-huh. Because you start getting fucking comfortable and you start saying shit about your fucking yeah, life. You're not just talking to me, baby. God damn it. I know you're all my friends, though, all of you listeners. So I know you won't bring this up and you won't make it like a big deal. But yeah, I'm not a history person, and the, like if the one of the first things that you tell me on like a date, which when he told me this, it was like on a on like a technical date. Um, uh, it was a COVID date, right? Yes. Uh, let's not disclose how it happened because then that lets these. People I'm not going to say. I just it was it was not in person. Is what I'm saying. Right. It was yeah. not in person. No. Uh, that first no. Uh, and he was yeah. Th- just his his history is so boring. It's so boring. Maybe I wish you loved it because it's very intriguing. I'm so sorry. I don't. I like to look at the future. Have you recently? Because it doesn't look fucking good. It looks pretty bleak. I. This is why I watch film and movies. Oh, so oh, you... that's the same thing. This is why I watch. <laughs> this is why I watch TV and film. I'm flustered. I just exposed myself a little bit. I mean, that's nothing. That's nothing. Out of, yeah, that's nothing crazy. Mm. The man has sex, guys. Come on. All right. Oh, one more media recommendation. I like people to think of me as like very a little Puritan baby, yeah, I'm like, like a little a cherub. Li- I'm a little like cherub angel Ooh. baby. <laughs> You're like a precious moments figurine, mm-hmm. like a Hummel. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sitting in like a Thomas Kincaid painting. Yes. That's yes. 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 <laughs> Do you remember the Thomas Kincaid store at the one, mall? Yes, one hundred percent. What was it next to um, Eddie Bauer? Yes, it was. Yeah, on that lower level, on that like north side. Is Eddie Bauer still a thing? Do you remember the Tahoe Dude, Eddie Bauer it editions? Was, no, it was it was the Fords. It was the because I owned a. a I it owned, was in a Tahoe. What uh, was it? I owned an Eddie Bauer edition Ford Expedition. <gasps> the Expedition, yes, yeah, that green one. Um, I was also behind one yesterday that I swear to God was gonna be on fire in like thirty seconds. Sure, it was horrendous. What was coming out of the back? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was not good. Do people not? Do you not know? Because I smell. Sometimes I, I think, smell things. I that, think that people just think that things get fixed by themselves. Like they just go away. Do you know that when I smell something in my car, I immediately start panicking because I think it's my car. That's a good. That's a good thing to have. I know it's it's. But anxiety. then I don't do anything about it. True, but I know I know it's anxiety inducing. But you should be aware of what's going on in your vehicle. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you know what it means if you have uh, blue smoke come out of your tailpipe? I don't, but I know it's bad. It means you're burning oil. Not the worst thing in the world. Do you know what it means when there's white smoke coming out of your tailpipe? A piston. means you're burning coolant, which means you might have a leak, a a breached head gasket, which is a big, big, big problem. Okay. Are head gaskets connected to a piston? No, they're not. Okay. No. All right. I know nothing about cars. They sit on the top. They sit on the piece where the piston lives, on the top of the piece where the piston lives, where the rest of the engine goes over it. Okay. They just it, it keeps those two pieces of the thing of the engine as a sandwich. It's the it's the ham in the middle of the sandwich between the two parts of your mm, engine. I love a ham sandwich. Holds it together. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, one last media recommendation from Please. me. Yesterday, an artist named Dijon released um, a short film called Absolutely. Last name Mustard? No. Missed just, opportunity. Just Dijon. Um, it is a um, short film live performance of his recent album. And it is a masterpiece of live performance. If you're into um, like avant-garde R&B, seek it out. Give me another example of avant-garde R&B. Um, it's like that. It's like an. It's like the new wave of R&B that's that's the last few years. It's very um, SZA. Sh- yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Because I like SZA. Sure. And I like saying her name. SZA. 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 Good day. That good day song. It gets me together. It's pretty good. I love it. 
I just like putting it on. In We've the, been listening in the to a lot of Doja Cat in this house the last couple of days, which oh, I, I'll obviously recommend. Listen, except for that one, she has that one weird wannabe a pop punk song that I was like, "What the label told you to make this right?" What song? I can't remember. I, we watched the music video for it yesterday, but it, it, it's like riding the coattails of uh, the Willow Smith stuff. Oh, because that new Willow Smith shit is really good. I started. I like. I liked it ironically until I realized I actually really, really like this. Can like I, I caught a vibe, yeah. Oof. Transcendence. Oof. Can I? I caught a vibe. Is it transcendence or uh, transparent? Soul? Is it transparency? It's, it's transparent. It's transparent soul. Yeah. Transparent soul. Yeah. That's a terrible. And when it's all spaced out. Da- yeah, that one. Yeah. Transparency. Transparent soul. Oh. Yeah. Transparent. Soul. Transparent soul. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, pretty sure it's transparent. You know what? Before we any, have to do an apology corner. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm terrible at mishearing lyrics, so it could be anything. You Did you ever get J14 Magazine? Do you know what it is? Uh, I know J14. I never got it, but I know it. It Was in, it was it in the um, in the realm of like Tiger Beat? Oh, Kelly texted me. It was. It okay. was the, it was Tiger Beat's, uh, pr- not predecessor, uh, post. Post-decessor? Post-decessor? Sure. That's not a thing. Uh, the fact is Kelly that, okay? The fact that Temperature by, by Sean Shut Paul. Shut up, all. Oh, it was Jenny from the block. Um, let's see. It I has to be called Transparent Soul. It is. It's called Transparent okay. Soul featuring my, Travis Barker. My apologies. Yeah. But it's all spaced out and it's all one word. Yes, that's why I've never... I just see the T-R-A-N-S... Blah, 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 and Transparent just, Soul. Yeah. Good song. I really like the new uh, Willow Smith stuff. Um, It's her voice for me. She sings very well. Nope. She sings very well. I was saying. I will. I also. I. It's, it's also the kind voice of, for it's, me that isn't working. Oh, not working. I, I think it's kind of like when she says, "Maybe we can hit the four or five. That she I, makes me I like when she does those things, but she doesn't do them enough. Which I get okay. it. Like you know, okay. wa- you don't want to be a Christina Aguilera who's like, okay, you're this entire. Oh, have you? You probably don't follow Christina Aguilera because why would you? I don't. Um, she's broken into Spanish music. Interesting. Not. Phonetically. Phonetically, because she calls herself a Latina, she is not. She is. I'm sorry. What? That's rude. Uh, hold on, because I, I don't want to be. I don't want to become after. Hold here. on. I don't want to. I don't want to gatekeep. Is her family Latino? Like, is her family like Argentinian? Um, no, I don't know what. Uh, where I believe it's the father, because the mom is 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 uh is white. I believe where the name Aguilera comes from, the father. Yeah. Shocking. Okay. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw this this Lacroix this pineapple Lacroix at you. We didn't have any fights last week, so we I have know. to we have to get it out now. Um, by the way, the underwear last week doesn't have those things, so maybe oh, I'm wearing that's one a no go. Today, yeah, today I'm wearing no one fly. That does not no. That's a terrible. I know. I'm sorry. So, um, anyway, uh, Christina Aguilera. Uh, uh, breaking news: Christina Aguilera has broken into the Spanish realm. She has had Spanish songs before. And Does she have like a new Spanish single out um, that it, I can listen it's to? It's just, oh, she has multiple, baby, and she has performances. Oh, really? Okay, you cannot understand what she's saying because the way she sings, and then the fact oh, that oh, interesting, I never would have thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the fact that she doesn't know how to pronounce words correctly because she's learning phonetically, and I'm like, pulling you... the old Selena. But she knew how to sing. Right, right. I'm, I was, I just wanted to get that little jab in there. And a lot of people don't know that Selena didn't speak Spanish. Well, now everyone does. Well, just everyone who listens to this. Yeah, all 35,000 of you. Perfect. Um, shout out to you, 35,000ers. Um, excuse me. Um, it's bad. I will show you clips afterwards. Um, and if I can like somehow record a clip, I'll do an actual blurb this week. Good. Cool. <laughs> that would be nice. Oh, nice. You know, uh, it's it's so weird. It's like I sat down and edited last week, and then I did all of the work of putting um, all of the blurb together, which normally you do. So I did all of the work recording. I did all of the work editing. I did all of the work scheduling and creating the description, um, titling, and then I did the Instagram blurb for you. I just sent you all the stuff in order, and then it's like there's just no blurb, and it's just like, huh? It's like, well, I guess my time isn't uh, nearly as valuable. You know what I mean? It's like I've seized the means of production, but my my cohort doesn't care. I don't know what to say here. 
other than I apologize for the lack lack of uh, I honestly posts. I don't care that much. It's fine. Um, I like to rub it in your face. It's the only thing I can ever hold. Up I know. Over your head. <laughs> I hate it. Well, then don't uh, give it to me. That's that's on you. That's a you problem, then. I like to give it to people though. No, you no, you don't. I know I don't. I really <laughs> no, you I, don't. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so I'll try to find a video and we'll post it when she sings. But what I how I how we got here was with Willow Smith. Yes. I also don't want her to overdo it. But I want a little bit more. A little bit more? I can see that. Because Christina, Christina, she does overdo. She overdoes it, especially now. I think before it was like, it was her thing. Like, yes. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, Between Brittany and Christina, anything you want to bring in into like how you would choose, please. Are we talking? Like back in the day. Not not, not Are we talking better singer? We're talking general pop presence. We're, we're talking pop presence. We're talking uh, um, uh, like uh, media image. We're talking um, image <sighs> overall. We're talking singing. I might we're be, talking dancing talent. We're talking. Might, ooh, that's tough. I might be speaking out of turn here. Um, I think if we're talking better singer, we already know Christina's a better singer than most of the people that. Yeah, we have yeah. I I think. Brittany Whitney would, literally said that she, Christina was the only person that could sing Whitney songs. I so. think I think Britney is the bigger media presence. I think she had more hits now or then. Then, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I definitely yeah. and, and I'm not a guy who was in that space very long. It was because I don't count 2007 Britney. No, no, no. But I also know more. I definitely know more Britney songs than Christina songs. One hundred percent. I mean, I know them all because I know both. Right. So I'm giving the outsider's perspective there. Oh. Just from. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I know. I definitely know more Britney songs than Christina songs. I was a. Because I've been a little slut since I was a little kid. So you were you caught on in the dirty age, didn't oh, you? Oh. Yeah. Well, I caught on from the early beginning because I was I was writhing around to Genie in a Bottle. Let's be honest right. about that. I, you know what? Blew, one of the first Also, things- do you know that Christina had a full. That, that album, um, the Genie in a Bottle album, she had a full Spanish version of that album. I did not know that. Oh, we'll that, watch some videos tonight. That was also where um, I learned that if you're a short person, they sh- they film you shooting up so that you appear taller on camera. Was from that genie in the bottle video. Yeah, because Christina is a short. Baby. Yeah, that whole that whole video is shot direct, like at a forty five degree angle up to make her look taller. Which is why I think it's unfair that people say that she like is fat sometimes because I'm like she's also like five feet. Leave the woman. Who's ever called the woman fat? Oh, you clearly do not keep up with this. She has gone through some weight challenges and I agree there's been weight challenges, but sometimes she's left for like a pregnancy and it's like, for fuck's sake, let the woman like live a little. She's had a fucking child. Um, but she has, she's, she struggled with her weight. I've never seen it. Oh, well, I've never sought it out. Yeah. To be fair. But, and then here's the thing when you're, when you're a little bit plumper, you can't, you can't be shot from that angle. Right. Right. Because it starts creating it's unflattering sh- weird yeah. shadows. So, and she's a short girl, which is why she always wears heels. She likes to say she's a heel girl. Sure. And she should be. Um, I, I just, I liked Christina. I thought she actually helped write some of her music, unlike other pop stars. She didn't write all of it. That one she, Swedish guy, man, he made, a, he made a whole lot of people's careers. I wish I knew his name. I should know that guy's name off the top of my head. Um, also, Mickey Mouse Club and Star Search made a lot of. Yeah. Uh, it was a machine. It was literally a machine. It still is yeah. Disney. Um, oh yeah, I saw um, Disney and Nickel- Nickelodeon. But Nickelodeon—that's crazy because Nickelodeon hasn't had. Well, I'm gonna say something really, uh, and I'm gonna tell you what, because I think you might agree with me. I, I'm gonna say Nickelodeon had the better programming. I'm sorry, it well, was they did. better. You know why they had fewer successful stars? Why? Music-wise, because of had- the rape. <laughs> So the rape, one hundred percent, Dan Schneider. The alleged rape that Dan Schneider. I will alleged. not say. I will not say alleged. Dan Schneider is a rapist. Sue me. I will say alleged because I do not know other than the rumors that have gone on. And when stars start coming forward, I will one hundred percent support them. Jenna McCurdy has. Has she actually come forward? And there said was she that rape. There was that TikTok that uh, was quickly deleted. That uh, was her in very disheveled makeup who had clearly been crying saying, this is what you did to me, Dan, because of what you did to me. Okay. I want, I want, I want, I want wording. You want a strong allegation. I want strong. I want. I'm going to call. He's a fucking rapist. I don't care. Okay. Allegedly. From me. 
from Miguel. No, Miguel I, Miguel in this is alleging. I am literally, I will literally, I don't care. It's not like, what's, libels if it's written. Sl- it's slander. Yeah. If that's slander, I don't care. It's defamation of character. He's, he's a defamed character as it is. I'm not the first one he's to do not, it. He's still working. No, he got fired. He's going to work in other things. Sure, he's sure, not, sure. sure. Not, this is not the end of it. We've talked Har- about Harvey worked for many that's years. That's a good point. Please. We also we've also talked about this on probably seven episodes of the we show. We don't have to talk about. But it let's anymore. go. Let's go back to the to the main point, which is Nickelodeon had better programming. The Amanda Show. Say that, say that again for me one more time. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Like Nickelodeon. 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 Are you saying it with an M? Oh, maybe I am. Do I say Nickelodeon it's, weird? Uh, yeah, it's Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. It ends Nickelodeon. with an M. Okay, yeah, not yeah. M A. Okay, Nickelodeon. You're saying Nickelodeon like it's a like it's a uh, chemical reaction. <laughs> oh, fuck. Nickelodeon. I'm about to load the Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's a slime reaction. <laughs> Come on. Okay. okay. Um, Nickelodeon. I was a Nickelodeon boy. Program. Yeah. Um, I was specifically of the era of the the Amanda Show because I all that love was, the Amanda Show. All that was like at its end with me. Oh, see, I I caught it because I started with all of that. You're on much older than yeah. me. So much. Yes, you're much, much older than me. So much, for that reason, you you much. got onto other things faster. Um, also, uh-huh. the late night programming that they had far better. Cosby Show loved the Cosby Show. Of course, you <laughs> love the 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 uh, specifically the episode where he gives everyone his uh, special love making barbecue sauce. Okay. Can I tell you who I loved? Mm-hmm. I loved three people on that show. Number one, Claire Huxtable. I fucking loved Claire. Sure, baby. I loved her. I wanted her to be my mom. I wanted her to be my mommy. I loved Claire. Second, Theo. I I wanted to fuck Theo. Theo was hot. Theo was hot then, and I'm sure he's hot now. And third, Lisa. Lisa Bonet. Oh, yeah, for sure. I loved her. I thought she was so beautiful. You and everybody else in the world, to be honest. Yeah, but I was a kid. I was a little. I was a, a young boy, so I loved her in a different way than yeah. maybe other men might have. Sure. Yeah. I think J. Cole. Do you also know what stuck J. in my Cole head? J. Cole has several Lisa Bonet bars. I think. Now sure. I'm thinking about it, Claire Huxtable and Lisa Bonet have been in like songs because they're they're hot. Yeah. Hot mom, hot daughter, hot damn. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> Can I tell you what stuck in my head from last week? <laughs> what? That's the episode title of my <laughs> Hot mom, hot daughter, hot, hot damn. damn. Okay. <laughs> um, let me tell you. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm nothing if not here to make content. I'm sorry. But here's what stuck in <laughs> Here's what stuck in my head from last week when I was giving advice to men and I called women females. Um, and I kept thinking about it because I was like, that does sound weird. It's incel terminology at this point. But I and I kept thinking about it and I was like there. But it's it's troubling. But I was like, but you're a fucking homo. So you call women whores sometimes and people are OK with it. Not because I'm calling them whores, but because it's like that is my term of endearment. Like yeah. me and Jen call each other and she's like, like, hey, you bitch. Yeah. Hey, you stupid fucking whore. Like she'll answer me and she'll be like, hey, you fucking stupid whore. And I'll be like, what up, you dumb bitch? Yeah. So it's like, yes, it's like funny. We're like, whatever. You're like claiming oh, whatever. All those stupid things. But. Um, but, so, but it's like, sometimes here you don't, I don't want to do that because if you don't know my personality, yeah, so I don't yeah, want to be like, yeah. oh my God. So if this, you have a whore, if whore. you have a fucking stupid ass whore over at your dumb apartment, <laughs> like, cause then it's, that's more insulting, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like, I, because of that, sometimes it's just like whatever word pops into your head and it's always like, don't like, don't demean people. So don't call them a girl, you know, but that's stuck in my head. So now here I am again. Hot daughter. You're a, you're a man of internal conflict. and I, I love am. It. it creates good content. Yes. All right. Do you want to uh, talk about your show and then we can wrap up for the evening? Uh, I'm going to talk about two things. Okay. 10 I'm going to give you a quick. Uh, this is coming out after the holidays. So I hope everyone had a merry, merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yes. Uh, well, everyone already had a Christmas. So they all hopefully. I hope you had a merry Christmas. And I hope you have a, a, a beautiful new year. And um, 
you know what? Maybe we should share at the end of the episode. We'll share three things that we want to improve on for next year. That'll be fun. And then we'll revisit it. Ah, ah, I don't want to do that. Ah, ah, we're going to do it. No, wanna, we're going to do it. You say do I don't come up with content for it. Here's my fucking you content. Literally, I have notes and shit. You come over here and lay on my bed and just talk at me. And is it working? Sure, 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 sure. I'm coming up. I'm com- I'm coming up with fucking titles. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Tell me about your shows, please. All right. I'm gonna give a review of The Matrix, but no spoilers. Thank you. Because I don't want to do that. Because I am gonna watch that. And you know why? Because I fucking loved that movie. Okay. Good. That's it was good to hear. God damn fucking good film. And fucking finally motherfucking finally we don't get a bullshit film of people just trying to make more fucking money it is weirdly meta and that's so fucking good it, like and you'll know that it's meta right away like i'm not this okay. is none of what i'm going to say is ruining it because i thought about what i was going to say none of it feels like fan fanfare okay none of it which is great and even though we know about like red pilling, blue pill, whatever the fuck you want to call it and all of that, they did it in such a good fucking way that none of it feels like there's a fucking political statement being shoved down your fucking throat, whatever fucking way these people might lean. I don't care what you lean, what way you lean in. I just need you to make a good fucking film that goes right along with the rest of the fucking Matrix movies. And this was the perfect fucking way to elevate the Matrix and bring it into our fucking century. Okay. Well, we're in the same century. Into our fucking like adulthood. Because some of you- Are we in the same century? I don't think Are we not? Accurate. No, no. As when the Matrix first came out? Yeah, when did the first Matrix come out? 99? Oh, so the last two came out in the this century. Okay, just checking. Yeah. So they were already in this century. Yeah. Okay. So technically they'd already done the work. They'd already brought it. Yeah, they should have just shut it all down. Shut it down! Uh-oh. But they didn't. And here we are. It was great. The way they introduced all the cast members, the way they kept everything going... It just was good. It was done so well. And I hope. Uh-oh. Oh, we're good, baby. I hope that everyone loves the film as much as I do. Because it really was a good film to the point where I want to, like, go home and watch it again. Like, that's how good it was. And that's how you know it was a good film. Okay. Yeah, I'm when excited you to feel watch like it. like you could watch it again. I was hoping you would tell me it was good because I know you're a Matrix freak. I You're a little it. sick Matrix freak. I just think it's. I'll, I will say one thing. About all of the films. My least favorite parts of the films are when they go into like the into the non-matrix. I like okay. I like the matrix. I think it's fun. My favorite character, not in this new movie, but in the in the entire Matrix universe, is the uh is his name the Machiavelli the Machiavellian. I could not tell you, bro. I haven't seen those movies in so long. I told you I was gonna rewatch them and then I did not. It's the guy. That is with the lady Machiavellian. That, that would that would instill in me like the uh, like a leadership. It's role in it's be, in the second movie. If he's to be named after Machiavelli, it's in the second movie where they go to a restaurant, and in the restaurant it's a French guy. Oh, it's so he's. I have favorite. not seen the Matrix two in fifteen years. Okay, you might want to give those a watch before you watch the new one then. Because give me a refresher. Maybe I can just watch a lore refresher. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, callbacks. That is one thing. If you're gonna go okay. watch this film and you haven't watched the ones, I, one time I was watching. Do- I we, we do this thing with Jen and Juan where we like have like movie nights and we pick a movie. And I really wanted to watch Doctor Sleep because I love The Shining, mm-hmm. as you might know. Um, and so Doctor Sleep is obviously the sequel to um, The Shining. It's Danny all grown up, and it was it's also a, a marvelous film. Um, and, uh, I told Jen and Juan, I was like, I don't think you should, you needed to have seen the shining. It's a standalone film cut to it starts. It starts cutting back to the fucking shining. <laughs> it's they, just saying red rum over and over again. It literally, it literally did. Oh really? It literally did. And Jen and Juan had no idea. And I was like, okay, maybe this doesn't stand as much alone as I thought it did. And so I was like, let's stop the film. So we stopped it. This, I won't lie to you, isn't really a standalone film. If you have no idea about, there's so many callbacks, so many callbacks, and it's just small things that happened. But I've watched the films enough times that I remember all of the callbacks. And it's great. It was great. I loved it. So The Matrix gets, I would say... At this moment in time, it is the best 
late, late sequel that has ever been made of a film. Okay. Because, you know, you know, I'm trying like, to I'm trying to piece that qualifier. In it's my like head. Tw- 20 years later and the Terminator is back. OK. OK. Yeah. It's 20 years later and Tom Cruise is Top Gun or whatever the fuck his character's name is. I don't know. I've never seen it. I And they're all they're always bad. They're always weirdly political. They're always weirdly too much of today. This film didn't really have that. OK. And I loved that. I loved being able to escape into a film. However. The metaphors are there. You have to find them, which I liked because you can watch this movie and be entertained and have no political issues. But if you're intelligent enough to watch the film and analyze as you watch the film, Mm -hmm. you will get the metaphors. The metaphors are there. It was done very well, which I like because they treated me not as an idiot, but as an intelligent film viewer. They were wrong to do so. But well, I understand. I caught them. So fuck you. <laughs> okay, tell me about your weird horny show. Okay. And then we'll Emily get in Paris. Here. It's Christmas. Let me talk to you about Emily in Paris. Okay. Emily in Paris, first season, got a lot of flack. A lot of flack. And here's why. Literally never heard of it until you rolled up to the house today. Yes. Uh, and I understand why you wouldn't because it's essentially a teen show. However, full tits. I mean, you're talking to a man who watched a lot of UK skins. I'm a huge UK skins fan. I love a teenage drama. Skirt! That is not a teenage show. Yeah, it is. Not made for teenagers. It's a teenage... It's a drama about teenagers. Yeah, but it's like saying Euphoria is for teenagers and there's full dicks out. Like, I don't know what teenagers should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the thematics of it. Got you. Okay. Yes. And um, Emily in Paris could easily be watched by teens. However, there's there is uh, there's b- boobaroos out this this season. Do you have Instagram? Like, what's I don't I don't know why people give a shit anymore. I don't care about censorship, but other people do. I th- I say Fair enough. Fair enough. I say let's fucking do it the way England does it. And at at nine p.m., if your kids aren't in fucking bed. You're seeing, you're seeing tits, you're seeing dicks, you're seeing balls, you're seeing ass. Okay. You're hearing fuck, you're hearing cunt, you're hearing all of it. If you don't like it, then why the fuck are your kids oh, watching TV? Really quick, I need you to apologize to my sisters for saying the C word really, just really fast. Oh, why? Uh, it's, it's a big thing in our family. Can't say it. Oh, I'm so sorry for saying that word. I am gay. and I, <laughs> I don't think you get a C word pass. Um, gays do. I don't know. I think Australians do, and I think the English do. Well, I'm bloody Australian, mate. <laughs> Oi, like that hat, mate. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Oi, like that hat, mate. Crikey. <laughs> Kiwi. Shrimp on the barley. Yeah, Kiwi. Bacon. Right on dogging. Yeah. You got a couple of bogans. Yeah. Uh, Foster's Australian <laughs> for beer. Uh, <laughs> um. God, Austra- we are we just lost our Australian listenership. Um, so Emily in Paris got a lot of flack past the censorship, whatever it is. Listen, it could be aired on the CW. If you don't like CW shows, fuck you. All Stop CW taking shows your- are hu- superhero shows at this point. Well, except for the few like Gossip Girl ish things that came okay. after. But if you don't like CW shows, fucking get over yourself and just start enjoying TV for what it is. This isn't a serious show. It's not a show that's supposed to change the fucking world. Whatever. Like, it's just a fucking entertaining show with good clothing, uh, good styling. Okay. Because it's the it's the stylist that styled Sex in the City, Patricia Field. I love Pat. I love the way she styles clothes. It's fucking quirky as fuck. It's Betsy Johnson on crack. And I love it. So, um... It's season two. It just premiered yesterday. I'm three episodes away from being done with the entire season. Okay. And let me tell you this, you guys. Oh, it's so good. It's so entertaining. And it's so funny because it's Emily. She's from Chicago, from the Midwest. She's, she doesn't know French. She's American. Mm-hmm. And she has this idea of France. And as you mm-hmm. know, French people, they hate us. Yeah, they don't like us. They don't like us. They don't like us a whole lot. Remember that weird post, uh, 9-11, or... Yeah, the post 9-11 thing where we went through or we, where we didn't like the French either for not wanting to go fight in Iraq and Afghanistan. For, that was like the Freedom Fry era. That was a very strange period of American time. That was the only strange period? There's a lot. I said that was a very strange. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. America is constantly in flux of strange. This was just a particularly We're strange. We're in a matrix of strange, sure. if you will. Yeah. Ah, nice metaphor. I'm just kidding. Not mm. hacky at all. You sound like somebody on 4chan. You know what? 
did you just do this suck it I was going to me? fucking do it. Yeah, but I didn't. Because I was like, no one no one can see it. It's just going to be silent. How early 2000s could you be to give me the fucking D-Generation X suck it from the aggression era of the WWF? And you gave me the... the um, sign language the throat, fuck you. The throat to chin hand of fuck you. Yes. Is that sign language? It might I not think be. that's bullshit. I don't know. Oh, bullshit is actually this. Hey, this is an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> it's where you like kind of cross your hands. You put okay, up yeah. your little things like I'm not a fluent in ASL, so you could be spouting as, as much bullshit. Uh, Kelly as well. is, and so she told me that. Okay. I trust Kelly. I don't trust you. Yes. I, I might be lying about her being fluent in ASL, but she did. <laughs> she. <laughs> Oh my god! I know, but she did tell me that that was true, and she did know sign language. You Kelly, al- you almost made me do a spit take. I almost spit again for the week. <laughs> Literally everywhere. So, um, anyway, it's just funny. But here's what is like getting me, uh, riled up, worked up a little bit. It's the men in this show. There's a new cast member, Lucien something or other wow and he I is, love that you do research for and he show. is hot i can't say his last name i it's want you something. to try i tried a japanese last name and you're like mm, uh that's not probably how you pronounce it mm, mm. i don't sound like mm, that mm. so fucking stop <laughs> let's see lucien it's lucien 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 leon Lavis Count. Lucien, 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 Lucien. You must know. Can I show you him? I mean, that's a very hot man. Oh, tell me he is not hot, baby. That's an unattainable level of um, snackiness. I will will do a picture for um, the blurb, the blurb mm-hmm. if it happens. For sure. Um, <laughs> he is so... Look at his face. Yeah, that's an attractive man. He's so fucking hot, and he plays... His name is Alfie in the show and he's from England and he is a chocolate mousse snack and I love it <laughs> I fucking I'll order I'll have two please Incredibly. Two. and then there's Lucas Bravo who is last name Bravo yeah it's a little sus he's, little on the nose he's French and so is it like oh bravo oh bravo <laughs> um that's him. He has beautiful blue eyes. Well, you showed me a black and white picture, so I really, I was really struck by those um, crystal blues. I'm gonna hit you. He does a lot of black and white. I can't help it. I mean, I dig the aesthetic. He's an attractive man as well. And sure, 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 sure. And he speaks French, so they both have accents. Sure. Alfie has a fucking British accent. He's from London. Is in the show. I don't know if he's actually English or not. Um, and then. I love Frenchmen. You have to know this. I love Frenchmen. I, I would love to end up with a Frenchman. I think it'd be fun. I would love to end up with a lot of different men. <laughs> yeah, but I know. We've Chris, literally ranked countries. Chris Evans, we have ranked countries. And th- those tall those tall uh, European, uh, the tall white Europeans are hot. But like from actual Europe, like tall, hot, mm-hmm. actual mm-hmm. European. Sounds men. like you're a white supremacist. Yikes. Are you doing phrenology? Are you measuring the men's skulls? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. And, but the French guys, because they're so like, there's like a je ne sais quoi. Ah! Fuck off. I think it's funny. I think it's fucking funny, man. Laugh. You got to fucking laugh. That's funny. That's fucking funny. I refuse. That's fucking funny. I am smile talking, but I will not give you the dignity of laughing. It's fucking funny, man. I will not laugh. Go fuck yourself. I am smile talking. Yes, I am not laughing. I refuse. Oh my god, look at the screen and look at that fucking section. <laughs> look screen. at that section. Oh my god. There is something about Frenchmen. See you fucking bitch. You fucking laughed. I There is something about Frenchmen and I fucking love it because there is, there is a there is when you don't know what to yeah, say the, in French. There's a real you say there's soup a je ne sais quoi. A, a real soup du jour there's a, about There's these a real men. soup du jour. Yeah. There's a real loo about them. <laughs> Uh, there's a mirepoix. Yeah, there's just a mirepoix about them. Uh, the French. We our French listenership mm-hmm. ended just then. Um, I I love Frenchmen. B 
because of the way they speak. Also, I watched Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, the yes. whole thing. Did you read any more of the book? I did read some of the book, but I want to talk about the, the fucking heroes of that show. The first episode. I didn't watch the show. I've only re- I've only read the book. You you don't need to for what I'm going to say. I, I know that Italian men are hot. I know that. You know that. The world knows that. Italian stallion, it's around for a reason. How many like how many like things am I going to fit into this episode? You're just like like having a Europe fantasy. It's not even a Europe fantasy, but I'm having like a I'm having like a like a I'm just saying like things that people say. What is that called? Like I'm just it's a saying situation. Like it's a saying situation. Like, yeah. like, having, a, <laughs> like, like having a show. Yeah. Like just uh, like talking like Perfect. having a saying you situation. Son of a bitch. I walked I walked into the grocery store. The, <laughs> the cashier greeted me and now we're in a saying situation. Yes. Awesome. But it's like say you know sayings you you stupid bitch i hate you <laughs> this this is insanity this oh that's going to be a lot of work it is going to be that's a lot fine. of work um it's uh like i said like je ne sais quoi italian stallion oh just a bunch of like colloquialisms yes it's a fucking yeah. i've how many colloquialisms are going to fit into this fucking thing anyway there were there was a there was a cheesemaker <laughs> The way you sincerely looked into my eyes just now with your level of attraction of this person, it made me happy for you like you had just went on a date with somebody you really liked. I felt like that's I went the on a way date you looked him. into my eyes just now. The way he talked about Parmesan cheese. <laughs> I don't know if I'm just horny. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if that's the case. Um but he is he was so he was cute. He was just cute, and he was maybe like forty in his in his like mid forties. Okay, so hot, but not hot. Like it was that understated. Like like he like I would say hot, but he himself was just he was like handsome. Like there was something like there was a presence about him. But he was just like a cheesemaker, and I was like, if we had a fuck, if I saw a fucking cheesemaker here, I'd be like, the, the fuck. But because he was Italian. I was like, you're so hot. He was just beautiful. Holy fuck. He was beautiful. And then he spoke, and I was like, wow. I don't know what the fuck you're saying other than these subtitles. Oh, come on. But why is it okay that we can make fun? Is it not okay? Who knows? I make fun of Tony every day. Rigatoni. Um, Because we we do that so often, but maybe maybe the Italians are very lighthearted, so they don't care. They don't mind. I don't know. I'm sure it's fine. There was a very deep-seated American racism towards Italians and not the Irish in the early 20s. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think we're okay. I think every... Isn't, like, everyone... Like, I every, like, w- white person I meet, I'm like, oh, what is your, like, lineage? And they're like, I'm part Italian. Well, well also, most Italians are white. Because they you realize that Italy borders Switzerland. So right. in the north of Italy, there's a lot of white Italians. Okay. Like most, the most, the people of um, color from Italy are from Sicily, where the Moors invaded in the 1600s, which actually has African influence from Sicily. Oh. See, this is why history is interesting. That is interesting. I want to learn no more about it. Okay. Okay. That's all you need. So, <laughs> um, wrap this up. It's Christmas. I want to eat dinner. Okay. Um, Anyway, Emily in Paris is a good show. Go watch it. It's lighthearted. If you need something to just like laugh at while you like watch, it's there's a lot of eye rolling moments like in this episode, but it's fun and they're all dressed well and they're all hot. And the way you're talking about it, I think I might watch an episode. And I think for you, Mm -hmm. you got to at least watch until Camille. Her name in the in the show is Camille. Should I start with the second season or no? No, start with the first. You'll be very confused if you start with the second. Ten four. Um. The character Camille is introduced in like one of the first few episodes. Camille is introduced. Her real name, her or not her real name, her name the way we would say it would be Camille. Is how it's spelled. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, but they say Camille. A real Gislaine Gislaine situation. Yes, yeah. Gislaine. Um, I believe it's Ghislaine, isn't it? I've heard. I've heard several different pronunciations. Okay. Giselle. Also, Maxwell. that jury is uh, update on that trial. It's in deliberation. Um, it should be back on Monday with a verdict. Oh. A verdict of not guilty. Uh, the defense, one and a half days. A one and a half day defense went straight into closing arguments. Very interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. Prosecution took a week and almost two weeks. 
to present oh. their case. Defense rested after a day and a half. I couldn't find this. Very interesting. It's almost like they don't think the prosecution has a case. Okay. I wanted to do like a Sean Connery affect there for no reason. Wait, wait, who took the less time? The defense. Ghislaine Maxwell's lawyers. Only took a day and a half? A day and a half. Why? They were just done. They had nothing more to say. They went straight into closing arguments. Oh, wow. So they think they have the jury. I think so. I think that's what they think. What do you think? Um... What does the podcast that you listen to think? Uh, Truanon thinks um, that the prosecution has done its job and that it's going to happen. And I, I agree with them at this point. Okay. I think that um, the defense lawyers for Ghislaine, and I hope to God this is correct, um, got a little like a uh, little justice pe- for Ghislaine. Like honestly. got a li- they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got. I think they got a little penisy. Like they think they have it in the bag, and I don't yeah. think they really do. Yeah. Especially, don't lead. Don't lead with a hard dick. Yeah. Don't do don't it. be penisy. No, don't think with that. Don't think with that head. Think with this. Ah, I'm going to throw. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm tired. This it's, is podcast delirium. Okay. Yeah. With, okay. With, with that, that. That's your thing. I'm sorry. We did it at the same time, though. It's kind of cute. Yeah. With, with that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lightning never strikes twice. I believe. This has been the tight end with Miguel. You can reach me on Instagram at Ender1. You can reach me on Instagram at Floral Savage. You can reach us collectively on Instagram at The Tight End Podcast. And if you're so inclined and want to email us, you can reach us at The Tight End Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> that reminds me of the old Los Racas songs where they would put Los Racas.com yes. at the end of every but song. But also. All like Galavision, uh, Univision, Telefutura, Univision.com. Yeah. Until next week, listener. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. Um, I hope you had a jolly, holly <laughs> Christmas. I forgot the the song lyrics. And au revoir, Shoshana. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, bonne nuit. <laughs> <laughs>